Hello and welcome to this first episode of Liao Liao. Oh, eh, uh. Very good. <laughs> thank you. First of all, we would like to thank you for coming back to our podcast. Or checking it out at all if this is the first episode and you didn't see the other one. In any case, we're happy to have you. It's already March. Can you believe it? No, I can't and I don't want to believe it. The snow is melting. Yeah, um, ever since we uploaded the first episode, well, the 0.5 episode, the temperature has been above zero. So the snow has been melting and becoming ice now. Yeah, it's what you call a heat wave in Sweden. That was very horrible. You, your, your, um, your butt thinks it's horrible too. Yeah, like this Monday, right after I stepped out of the building. I'm going to school. Going to <laughs> school, like the worst day you can ever had. <laughs> I fell on the ground. Right in front of uh, people outside. Yeah, that's very embarrassing. I don't think anyone cared though. They they didn't look like they were bothered by your butt splash. <laughs> Well, I, I do, I do. Mm. Yeah, but um, other than that, we actually have another issue because... Because? We had gotten into cross-country skiing in February and we were looking forward to going skiing again in March. But because of the temperature, the ski tracks has gotten a bit icy. And uh, it's... Uh too difficult for us because it's going too fast and we're too new at this we're um, not good enough yeah we actually went to the ski tracks and tried it out because we're so into skiing now how many times did you fall it was like three times at the same spot <laughs> yeah and it, it's not even the turn that goes the fastest it's just a difficult turn for some reason i don't know yeah i've never successfully um, go down that hill without falling. Yeah, I've done it twice. Yeah, you out were... Out of three times. You were pretty good at it. <laughs> but I think I had the worst fall. Yeah, you were falling on your chest. Yeah, and it was painful. Yeah, and I was trying to take a photo of you and I turned around and then I fell again. <laughs> so not worth it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I felt better at least. But now we're going to wait, I think, to see if there there's going to come some more snow that um, makes it a bit easier and slower again. Mm. It would be nicer if the ski tracks get a bit more new snow on it. Mm. Yeah. But there's another exciting thing happened for me. You know what that is? Uh, tell me. Tell me. I am finally enrolled in SFE. What's SFE? Um, I don't really know what's the full name of SFE. Would you explain? The, the, uh, it actually works in both Swedish and English. In Swedish, it's Svenska uh, för invandrare. And in English, it's Swedish for immigrants. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you're an immigrant now. Yes, welcome to Sweden, Winnie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've learned some languages before, right? 
Yes, I have. Well, um, would you tell me which which ones? Um, I so you know my native language is Chinese. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's. I'm gonna do this again because I know what my native language is. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Okay. My mother tongue is Chinese, and my mother's mother tongue, I think it's Taiwanese, and right. everyone learns English in Taiwan. So that's three languages. So you've only learned three languages. Um, no, actually, I've learned Japanese when I was in high school, and I've learned it twice. It was once in school. So you're a pro now. No, no, no. I haven't finished. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've. Uh, I learned Japanese again because I felt like I had to pick it up. Um, Did you choose it? Did you have a plan to go to Japan or live in Japan? No, I have some cousins living in Japan, and I thought that it would be a good idea to get to know a bit more about this language and Japan. You know, that's my family's favorite country. So, uh, can you speak anything? Say anything in Jap Japanese? Um, Hachimemashite, watashi wa Winnie desu. Dozo yoroshiku onegaishimasu. So that's. What I've uh, remembered after <laughs> all those courses. So what do, what does it mean? That means uh, hello, first time meeting you. Uh, nice to meet you. Oh, my name is Winnie. That's very polite, very pleasant. Yes, and I think I learned this way before I started my Japanese class. Oh, uh, I I've learned uh, French in school, um, except for Swedish and English. And uh, I think the thing I remember most is uh, uh, excusez-moi, je suis en retard. And it doesn't mean I'm a retard. It means uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm late. Excuse me, I'm late. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, which else languages do you know? Well, I only know Swedish and, and English and a tiny bit of French. And I don't even know if I should say it, but uh, a, a little bit of Chinese. So now we're both taking a language course. Yes, and it's actually not the first for any of us of this language. Mm, I've uh, I've learned Swedish for three attempts before this one starts. So the first time was when I was exchanging in Umeå University. And I started uh, Swedish for a year. And then when I got back to Taiwan, I felt like I shouldn't give up on the language, even though it was such a big struggle for me. So I um, studied a bit with a Swedish tutor. Yeah, she, she was funny, I think. She yeah. was very helpful, but I think because my vocabulary was not enough, I couldn't really build up a conversation with her, so... I didn't make a lot of improvements. Well, as an archaeologist, I approved of uh, her methods. She was talking about Norse uh, mythology. Yeah, I think I developed my interest in this language, but I didn't um, improve my knowledge. Yes, that, that makes sense. Um, but 
maintaining and repeating is just as much uh, a part of learning a language as improving, I think, or learning new things. Yes, that's why I made my third attempt at Folk University when I was waiting for uh, the SFE to start. Mm, It means uh, like people's university, but it's not the Chinese or communist thing. (laughs) It's just that everyone can do it, I guess. Mm. So what is SFE? SFE is an introductory course in the Swedish language and Swedish society. Well, it's it's not just a, a short introductory course. It's longer, like it takes some time. Yeah, but it introduces you into the um, Swedish society and culture, so that you can right, yeah. integrate more into the society. Yes, you you don't only learn the language; you learn some of the customs as well and mm. the traditions and um, well, uh, these sort of things. And this program is designed for immigrants that are non-native speakers and have a Swedish residence permit for more than a year. So, for example, if you're a student studying in Sweden for a master's degree, then you can possibly enroll in this program. Yeah, and they have different levels uh, of this. And it's not really depending on um, your previous Swedish level, it's depending on your previous experience in education because some of the people coming to this uh, SFE is um, totally new in, in school and they, uh, they might not even know um, the alphabet, for example. But we had an interview with uh, one of the teachers before you were supposed to start. The teacher contacted me and... Uh, she wanted to know my previous education and uh, previous work experiences. And according to their website, it says that students with college education who wish to pursue further studies in Sweden, they're supposed to enroll in C or D courses. And that was what she concluded after the interview as well. She said that uh, you are going to start in the C which have a higher pace of study because you are used to studying. Yes, and I think that's the level where most of the people that I know that went to Sweden started with. Correct. But then, but then... You, you went to school, you got contacted again, and it said that, oh, come to school on this date, we have a teacher for you. And yeah. you went there? I went to the school on the date, on the paper. The butt splash date. The, the day you fell. Yes, on the day I fell, I went to school. That was a hard work. So the class started in a very interesting way because the teacher was talking to me in a very slow pace. And she's talking like as if I don't really know what she's talking about. And well, was she speaking English or Swedish or... She was speaking in Swedish. Oh, okay. Interesting. And it it was a mixture of very slow Swedish and a lot of body languages. All right. Uh, hand motions and... Mm. So I had to guess what you want to tell me. <laughs> but But why did she do that? I don't get it. So apparently I was placed in course a slash b 
and this course is meant for students lacking education and didn't went to college. So, in this course, they would start from learning all the alphabets. So did the so you're learning the alphabet? Yes, I started with the alphabets. She handed some papers for us. She wanted us to repeat the letters. So, for example, there's a paper and some printed P's on the paper. So we were supposed to write P P P P P P P P for about fifty times. <laughs> that sounds so, like so much fun, <laughs> but you know the alphabet since before. Actually, the 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 Swedish alphabet it's exactly like the English one, except for these three letters, the ones we actually have in our in our name for this podcast. Go ahead. O, e, ö. Very nice. I think um, uh, you actually do have these sounds in um, Chinese as well, but slightly different. Yes, yeah, slightly Swedish. different, like uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. So I realized that I was placed in the wrong course. So I was encouraged to talk to the teacher, and I. Realized that I was actually put in the wrong course because the C slash D course was full and I couldn't get a spot in it. Yeah, I thought it was very weird that you would have to learn these basic things when you already have this knowledge three times or so.、Mm -hmm. um, but I think they realized very quickly that that you have more knowledge, so you've been going faster than the other students. Yes, so、um, since the goal of this course, this program, is to help us learn Swedish, so the teacher told me that even though we're placed in the same course, I won't be learning with the same pace as other students that、yep. that have no、uh, Swedish knowledge. It's it's、uh, very interesting. I think、um, the course is not a course you follow. Point by point, like this, it's very individual.、Uh, so every student gets their own pace and their own、uh, plan, depending on what what the the needs of the student is. This is very different from what I expected, and I'm very glad that I talked to the teacher. So I'm not, I'm not staying at a status that I'm very confused. But still, writing the p p p p's. I I think that you have been growing up with a, a education system that doesn't question the teachers. You were just doing exactly what the teacher、uh, told you, even though you didn't really think that you should. Yeah, I think so. But I'm I'm glad that I'm learning from this process. It's not only the language that I should learn. It's、mm. the How you interact with other classmates and with the teacher? You speak when you need to and when you should, or when、right. you have any、mm. questions. It's a good introduction, I think, and and sooner or later you're gonna be、uh, moving into、um, a higher pace. I think this is just a early introduction week in a way.、Mm. But there's there's one thing that I think it's is very good for me. 
to be placed in this level because the Swedish alphabets, the vocals especially,、mm. are not pronunciable. Is it vocals or is it vowels? Oh, it's. I think it's actually vowels. It's vocal in, in Swedish. Swedish.、Yeah. Oh my god, I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning Swedish so fast. Don't brag, Winnie. <laughs> yeah. So, I think repetition is、mm. very important because when I first started, I had a group of German classmates with some Dutch,、uh, Belgium.、Mm. It's basically、um, Germanic languages. Yes, and even Swedish-speaking Finnish. That's why do I why do I have to learn Swedish with these kind of people? And、yeah. I I couldn't keep up, and this language became a like a course for me. It's not just a language, so I was overwhelmed. In the end, I I think I didn't really learn much. But now, because of the repetitions, I can pick up this language very fast. Yes,、yeah, I'm. I'm very impressed. You're sitting and reading Swedish children's books almost every day now. Yes, I am. But you have some classmates. Tell me, well, who who is in your class?、Uh, I have two classmates from Congo, two from Eritrea, and one Russian. One Thai, and a girl from Afghanistan. Yeah, so it's pretty spread out, I think. And I mean, Venice is a tiny <laughs> little place.、Uh, I think we have only a few thousand inhabitants here, and I'm I'm surprised that it's people from so different countries, from so. Wide over the world. No, that's not how you say it.、Uh, from、uh, so my classmates are very diverse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I, pretty cool. Yeah, I'm enjoying、um, spending time with these classmates. They're learning way faster than I imagined. Talking to these classmates and learning their background is very interesting. Yeah, especially because I've been to Malawi, so I'm very interested in. Those classmates from Congo and Eritrea. Yeah, I I think you have a special place for、uh, Africa in your heart. Yes, I do. All right, I think we'll wrap it up there. Unless you have something else you want to say. Yes, there's one more thing. Uh huh. Um, in the class, the teacher would there is a thing called rural suppose that.、Right. So I think it basically means that it's a moving break. Yes. Because our class is usually three hour long, and we tend to want to fall asleep in between. So the teacher would play. Yeah. So it's so to to、um, refresh your brain. Yeah. So the teacher would play a YouTube video with Swedish music, and we had to stand up and dance to the music. <laughs> Very nice.、Mm. And on that note, we'll take a rörelse pause and dance our way out of this podcast. See you next time. Bye bye.